You are listening to the Mindful Moms podcast, a place for women to come and feel better. We will create connections and empower you to know that you can change your story and find joy in your life every day, no matter your circumstance. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Hey. How are you doing, Amy? How are you? So good. So good. Glad to be here. Yes, we are excited to be talking another episode on General Conference. Um, We both just love this time of year, and we think it's so exciting to have the weekend to just kind of pause from the world and really soak everything in um, that General Conference has to offer. So what we wanted to do today is to talk about um, the hope that we have in Christ. By that, we mean that oftentimes we're hoping for the things to change in our world. And we sometimes get so set on that, that we forget that it's actually Christ, Heavenly Father and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who made it possible for us to have hope and who are the people that, you know, we want to create these things in our you know, lives with. And so we know that many are with heavy hearts right now. Um, there have been a lot of challenging things, you know, in everybody's lives, but especially in the last couple of years, you know, with COVID and things, our world is being turned upside down in many ways. Um, and we just wanted to offer some hope and some actionable tip, like some tips and tricks to actually go into this weekend feeling more hopeful, feeling lighter, feeling um, excited and curious about what the prophets and apostles have to teach us. What do you think, Amy? No, I I just was thinking it was just so interesting as we've been talking about what, you know, what we want to talk about, what we feel like people need to hear. We both felt so strongly that hope, we need to talk about hope. There is, like you said, our world is so crazy right now in so many different ways that hope is really the only answer. So let's figure out how to find it and go into this general conference weekend, willing to listen to what the Lord would have us here for us. And especially as women, I think we take so many things, not only personally, but just we feel like we're bad moms or we're not a good enough wife or you know, we, we belittle ourselves or even, you know, maybe our calling, we should be doing better in our calling or better with our kids. We should be better grandmothers or better, whatever it is. And I just love the thought that we can go to conference this weekend and listen to what he would have us know instead of what our thoughts, you know, what we think, because his are much better than ours. Exactly. (laughs) I love that, that you said what he would have us know. Yeah. Right. And that what he would have us be, it's not so much. Here's what you need to be doing to be a better mom. Right. So true. That's a really good point. I love that. Um, I know just studying last week for in Isaiah, we were just talking about, um, I was doing the, don't miss this listening to that. And she said that the Lord sees value in brokenness. And, you know, as life coaches, we don't believe that anything is broken. That's just kind of a phrase that people use. But if we can see that the Lord sees brokenness as an opportunity, 
We see trials as an opportunity when we kind of shift our brain and our mindset instead of feeling, and, and granted, we are all, we, all of us are human. We're all going to have those moments of doubt or despair or sadness or overwhelm, you know, no hope at all. But if we can recognize that the Lord would have us know that there is hope through him in all, in all things, there's nothing that he cannot fix. There's nothing that the atonement does not touch. There's nothing that it cannot restore. So that is, I hope maybe the biggest thing that I would say is just that, you know, that's, it's an opportunity to see what we can, what we can learn. Yeah. And I think with so many different issues that we have, like you said, it covers all right. So from job loss, right? That's mm-hmm. something that a lot of people are experiencing right now or with inflation, just money issues in general. That's yeah. something that can be, feel very hopeless. You know, you yeah, feel like you're despairing, you know, that it's a, it's a hard thing. Um, a lot of anxiety is going on, right? A lot of people are feeling very anxious about finances, but yeah. also about possibly wayward children or people in that they love who have, you know, left the church. There's some anxiety there because we're having thoughts that, uh Oh, something's gone wrong. Yeah. And now they're not doing what they should be doing. But let's just think about this for a minute. That is not exercising hope or faith when we're right. thinking something's gone wrong, yeah. right? We're, we're moving into fear. I like to think of it as, is this faith-based or fear-based? Mm-hmm. And a lot of these Um, I'm feeling disconnected. You know, I just, I was thinking about a few things that I've heard over the last, you know, few weeks in my own clients and friends and family, like I'm not connected. I don't feel connected to heavenly father. I don't feel connected to my spouse. I don't feel connected to my kids. Um, I'm drowning. There is so much to do and I just don't have time to do everything that is I am responsible for. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm stressed or I'm anxious about. Those are four thoughts that I'm hearing people say. And I've experienced some of those feelings. Right. But what I want to offer is that they're feelings. You're actually not disconnected. You just have thoughts that disconnect you from your kids. Right. right. Which is you can easily news. Yeah, it's great news. <laughs> Our brains are wired to go to protect ourselves. And so when we're not seeing things as we think they should be, then our brain wants to be like, oh, there must be a problem. Let's just go retreat to the cave and we don't have to do any work. Yeah. But that's a very fear-based, you know, our brain, bless it. You know, we're so grateful for our brains because it has protected us in several ways. Yeah. But when it comes to connection with God, we don't need to live in fear of that. For sure. Yeah. If of anyone. Faith. Right. Yeah, definitely. And I think the thing that, if you can kind of picture when you are fearful of something, you hide, right? If there's a monster under your bed or there's a haunted house or, you know, you, you want to hide, that's your natural inclination is to hide, but hope is completely different. Hope is open. It's your heart is open. Your mind is open. You're willing to stop the chatter and to listen and figure out a different way because there's always a different way and it may not look exactly like we thought right I mean right and they look like this is it I can't see any any other way out it's just like I just think of you know heavenly father's path he has a plan 
and there's a path we just can't see it so we just mm -hmm. sometimes need to just sit back and stop the chatter and trust that he knows what's best for us and it may be going through the river you know it may be <laughs> climbing the mountain it may be something that seems insurmountable but again if we can open be open to the things he would want us to know it changes fear to hope and for that sure. is and and that's unconquerable when you feel hopeful i mean you, i just picture like you know men that are well, and maybe war is a good example, but you know, when they're hopeful for something, you just feel good and powerful and empowered and fear just makes you feel small and dark. And we don't want to feel that way. So if we've given in for a long time to fear, then it's time to stop, change the story and figure out what we can do to be open. And it's just little things at a time. It's just maybe for conference, for instance, I'm just going to sit and listen to this one talk and just not take notes, not do anything, but just hear what the Lord wants me to know, hear what he's saying to Amy, to Tracy, to whatever your name is, you know, what's he saying to me? If we can stop and give the spirit a chance to speak, it's, I mean, it, it is so different than feeling dark and small, how Satan wants us to feel, you know, like you said, yeah. the, the fear, wait, how did you say it? Is this faith-based faith fear. or fear-based, mm -hmm. right? That's exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. that's exactly the difference. Yeah. And I love that you just gave a great tip right there. Tip number one, stop yourself and ask the question, is this fear-based or faith-based? Yeah. And then you can choose. That is, we want to encourage you always to know that you can choose to change that story at any time because it's already, you know, things, stories you're telling yourself have already happened. Yeah. So why not create a story that you want to tell? Yeah. The stories that we want to tell are going to get us where we want to be. Amen. So that. that's another tip. You stop and ask yourself, right? Is this fear-based or faith-based? And then, oh, yep. I was kind of in fear thinking that I'm not connected to my kids. That's like, oh no, it's going to ruin our relationship. And you know, I'm never going to hear from him again. Yeah. That's very fear-based. And so what do you want to create? What story do you want to create? Yeah. And that's what you can start asking yourself. Oh, I actually, I want that you have control over. That's a huge thing we need to remember. It's not, oh, well, if my son does this, then I can feel this way. It's here's how I want to be. Yeah. So even, that's a really good I've, point. I've even noticed a lot of moms pray that they can be the parents that their kids need. And sometimes that can be tricky because the kid needs the parent that the parent needs to be. Yeah. Right. The, right. And so another reason to just stop and say, oh yeah, I'm choosing faith in this moment. And that's that I co-created this child with my spouse and my heavenly father and now what does he need me to do for this child? Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that because often the question or the thing, the thought you have is, I don't know. If you're thinking, I don't know, you're probably, it's, it's guaranteed to be fear-based. Right. Faith-based is open to what the, you may not know right now, but it's not something that's going to keep you stuck. It's something that's going to open you up to, okay. I may not know, but I'm searching, but I'm looking, but I'm praying, but I'm talking to other people, but I'm, you know, getting advice or listening to a podcast or in my scriptures. It's, it's a completely different feeling than 
I don't know. And I'm just going to sit here and be stuck. I know as a mom, I've definitely felt that way when I've stepped out of what I know to be true or, or stepped out of being myself. I'm trying to be the mom that my son wants me to be, or that my daughter wants me to be instead of the mom that I know I am completely yeah. different. Yep. Yep. And I think we, we have talked about this, that often we think, oh, what can I do to be a better mom? You know, how can I do things better? And so I'm, I want to go back to what you started out with, like, what would the Lord have us know? And what would he have us be? Like, I want to go into conference this weekend with how, what are some things I can do to be better? Or even go into conference with, here are the things I like about my parenting, or I like about being a mother help me anchor those, you know, maybe we've just had a good experience like with our kids and, you know, for the last couple months, things have been flowing well. And so like going in with help, you know, confirm this, that this is the way our family should go. Cause a lot of people are in indecision, right. About the jobs or about the schooling or, you know, about where we should live as a family and to be able to make the choice over here in the faith based, here's what I want. I hope that this weekend at conference that can be confirmed to me through the Holy spirit and the light of Christ. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I have been in a place in my life when I had so much despair that I couldn't pray. I I mean, I prayed in my heart, but I didn't know the words to say. I didn't know what to ask for. I didn't know what to do. I was, I was in so much fear and so much despair. I couldn't think my way out of it. And so one more tip to add to what you just said would be to go in then with gratitude. Find three things that you can think of before conference starts, or maybe in each session, in each session at the end, think, okay. I am so grateful for this talk or for, you know, that he said this, or even that I'm sitting here right now watching conference. It can be just as basic as something like that. Sometimes we have to really reach for whatever it is that brings us peace. But as long as it's faith-based peace and not false peace in, well, I'm just doing, I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to be myself. Well, there's a difference between doing you and being yourself and you wanting to be the best you. So I don't know if, does that, does that make sense? Did I I come across? Okay, good. (laughs) No, that was great. That was great. So just kind of to recap that the reason that we felt so prompted to do this is just because it is, it is so easy to stay in despair and helplessness, hopelessness, right? Because we just, we have lots of thoughts that our life, it doesn't look anything like it should, like we wanted it to. Um, I learned years ago when I started homeschooling and things went different than I thought they would in those first couple of years, I was like, here's the deal. I make a plan and then God shows me, oh, you weren't quite right on that plan. Here's where I wanted you. Mm -hmm. So I've just learned to embrace that right? But what I'm getting better at is like saying, Heavenly Father, here's my plan. Does that, does that sound awesome to you? You know, is yeah, that, right. that a good direction for us to go? Yeah. Um, but feeling, you know, these helpless and hopeless thoughts are fear-based. And so what we want, we hope to encourage that you can do 
are think of some more faith-based ones. And as, as a life coach, I wanted to say that Amy and I both are here and willing and able to help you if you're feeling that deep despair. Absolutely. That is what we do in coaching is we can help you create the life that you want. And that might mean we have to get more in touch with why you feel so such despair or yeah. why you feel so helpless. Yeah. And that's what we do in coaching. So please reach out if you, you know, feel inspired that that's what you need right now. We would love to talk further with you about that. Um, but what we wanted to do just to end here is to give you a few thoughts about going forward um, thoughts that are going to create more hope for you. Um, a few that I wrote down, sometimes it's hard to believe that God's going to just make everything good again. Right. Cause that's yeah. not, that might not be the plan. Right. 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 We just yeah. want it to be this nice, gentle float down the river. But like you said, there might be mountains there might, you might have to cross it. There might be some big rapids coming. And so what I had thought is I trust that God will take care of this. Yeah, that's you know, a great if, if, if there's, you know, finance stuff or tough relationships, I mm -hmm. trust that God will take care of this. Um, or even I'm starting to believe I like to give my brain that thought. I'm starting to believe this might be possible. Yeah. Super basic. So when you're right? the, Sometimes it is a yep. very basic, you may not believe yep but yeah. you can believe that you're starting to, that you're learning, right? To, you know, yep. that's a good point. Yep. And then the other one we, you and I had talked about was kind of like this. I may be wrong about this. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm off course, please guide me back to the path. You know, if, if I'm wrong about this decision I've made for myself or for my family or in my relationship, please help me to know. Again, so those are just a few thoughts. I kind of brainstormed yeah, I love that. But that's an, that's an open feeling, right? If mm -hmm. I'm wrong, and yeah. sometimes we may feel like there is no way I'm wrong. I can't see anything <laughs> different. I am not wrong. Be willing to be open. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking about this differently. Or maybe an apostle said something that offended me. And I can, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I can just yeah. be still and let the spirit teach me instead of letting my brain kick in and say, Oh, no, 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 no. Can't listen. I don't want to hear it. That's maybe we can just stop for a second. I mean, I think um, one of the best talks I think ever is from Brad Wilcox and it's called the infinite atonement. And maybe I resonated with it so much because he talks so much about grace, which is one of my favorite words. It's my niece's married last name. It just is a, it's a special, I, I love the word grace, but he talks so much about grace and so much about hope in this talk. And there's one point when he talks about that sometimes we picture that the savior is standing on the other side of the room with a clipboard ready to mark off, you know, <laughs> grade the things that we've done in disappointment. And that's not how it is at all. If we can, if we can, in that aspect, maybe change our thoughts to thinking of our heavenly father as someone who loves us and cares for us and wants what's best for us. And it can change. It can get rid of all of that guilt. I had so much guilt as a mom. I'm, my sister and I call ourselves guilty Gerties. I just have so much guilt all the time that I deal with. You know, now I, I know so much better with life coaching. It has helped me so much, but 
felt guilty that I'm not teaching them enough. Or, you know, if she made this choice, it's because I wasn't a good enough mom. Or if he said this or did this, it's because I wasn't a good enough mom. So much garbage that I believed. But as my kids got older and started making bigger mistakes, I, I, I was surprised actually that, <clears throat> you know, I, you guys, you know, I'm an, I'm emotional, but mm-hmm. I was surprised that instead of when I thought that I would be angry, I felt so much love and compassion. And I know that that is how our heavenly father feels. He doesn't look down on us as moms or grandmothers or whatever and think, shoot, you missed the mark. He's like, come to me. Let me help you. Let me show you. He's loving and compassionate. And again, as I get older, as my kids get older, hopefully I'll have grandkids within the next five years. I hope that I can teach them that same thing, that the gospel is not something to be feared. It's not a list of things that we need to be doing. And if we don't forget about it, it's an opportunity to see what we can do to see the Lord's hand in our lives. Some trials may seem, again, insurmountable, but if we can trust that the Lord knows how hard it is and that he's willing to help us through that, then it changes a trial with no purpose to what can I learn? Maybe I'm wrong. What can I learn Mm -hmm. from this trial? Because guaranteed, if you go through a trial, you're gonna be able to help somebody else. You're going to know how that other person feels that that had an injury or that's going through cancer or that had a loved one die. You're going to know how to, how to succor them, how to have empathy for them and what a blessing that is. So sorry, I hope I didn't interrupt you. I just, I just had to, I just thought so much that as just such a good talk and such a good way to think about it especially going yeah. into conference. I know I said last week, I used to think when my kids are asleep, great, we're all going to hell. There's no way. That's not at all how the Lord works. He never no. has ever worked like that. He is a God of compassion and of love and of grace. And when we can accept that and love ourselves and be gentle with ourselves, it changes it from what would you have me know? What can, what do you want me yep. to do? Yep. I just, as you were talking, I was seeing him as like, almost like Santa Claus. Here's this all knowing man and he's got gifts for everyone. And we just need to come to conference and he will give us what's that next thing that he needs us to know. And I truly believe that if we go with the thought, you know, what would he have me do? No. What can I learn that we will get those answers? I would love to hear from anyone. We, I, we, we would love it if you would share with us things you're looking for this weekend, maybe in the podcast, go, you know, write us a review and tell us what you're looking to find this week. We would love it. But just to end up, Amy, did you have anything else before I summarize? No, I love the leaving a review because we read them and, yes. you know, we've had a couple of requests and I, I love that. I, we want to know yes. what you want to hear. Because that's what we want to do is help. That's the whole purpose of the podcast is we want to help other people know what, know what we know. And I guarantee you, we're going to learn as well. Right. Okay. So to summarize a few action tips that you can take this week as you prepare for general conference would be to 
stop and think, is this faith-based or fear-based? And to change your story, to remind yourself that you can choose to think something different about the struggles and the trials that you're having and about what conference is going to be for you. Um, and then to remind yourself that if you're thinking, I don't know, I don't know what to do, that that is coming from a fear-based place. And let's, you know, let's uh, try and find a thought like, I wonder what the Lord has to teach me. I trust he will teach me that is more faith-based because yeah. you're going to get a lot more leverage if you could do that. And then the third one would be to future journal, to write the stories about what you want your connections to be like, about how you want to manage your time better, about how you can feel more peace because you trust and have faith in your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then of course, the gratitude, three things every night that you're grateful for is going to help keep your brain focused on yeah. the things that you can do to feel more hopeful. And then the last thing I would say is to be very prayerful because as we pray, we are asking God, we are petitioning him to give us what we need. And he will through his Holy spirit, he will give us thoughts. He will give us feelings he may give us ideas of actual actions that we can do to change our situations. Love that. So, I'm going to go right this, in my gratitude journal tonight because I haven't been keeping that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are so excited for conference and um, this is our week of hope. So our next episode will also be about hope. So if you need to tune in to the next one, do so. We'd love to hear if there's anything that you want to know more about. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey there. If you have questions or you have something you want to hear more about, let us know. Look for us on Instagram at at Tracy Christensen Coach or at amyc.lifecoach.